good morning. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Guess what today is? Today is... Fabulous Friday! On Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life with me, Dr. Pat Basili, and the amazing... Benny Mathers. All right. I'm amazing. Oh, I know you are amazing. Thank you. You're like I appreciate more than that. amazing. Oh, stop. You're like, stop. it must be like super amazing. If you're more than amazing, are you amazement? Ooh. Or are you super I'm amazing? I'm in amazement. Yeah, I'm actually in amazement as well today. Um, you know what today is? Today is Friday. Mm-hmm. So what do we do on Friday? We pick our fifth angel card for the week. I'm going to predict Mildred's going to be on the phone. <laughs> I'm going to predict Mildred's going to be on her way. Uh, so let's do this. We pick the fifth angel card today, and then I will have a question about uh, one of the cards or some question. Uh, I'm not sure what the question is right now, but I know I'll come up with something, either a question or statement. And so what we ask you to do is if you choose, you can call in to the station here and uh, answer the question. And, you know, if you answer the first caller to call in to answer the question correctly, um, we'll answer the question correctly. There are no wrong answers, but, you know, kind of answer it, you know, in a way that, you know, just jazzes with us. We will send you a deck of angel cards. What do you think about that? I like it. Oh, okay, good. Sorry, I was making a little note. I know you. Sorry. I know you were. Sorry. I know we're so we're so radio like. I know. I know. We're supposed to be able to multitask though. Well, are we? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Well, you yeah. see me here and running around. Yeah, I do see you. I'm like here. off off mic, breathing really heavily. I I'm really glad everyone else <laughs> is running around here. Okay, the number uh, if you live in the Seattle area. What does that mean? Well, anyway, it's a local number four two five three seven three fifty five twenty seven. Again. 425-373-5527. Or if you're listening long distance, you can call in at 1-888-298-KKNW. And uh, also, uh, we have a, an amazing show today. Yes, we do. We really do. But first, drum roll. Okay, Linda, you want to pick the card? Here you go. Oh, ow. I got a shock right there. <laughs> this is must be. This card must be wild. It's electric. Okay, this be the card. Okay, you ready? Bring it on. Okay. Today's card is strength. Ah. Okay, what does that mean? Okay, here we go. We're going to read it. We're going to read it. The ability to take action regardless of the outer pressures. Measure your strength by the degree to which you are willing to remain true to your values and risk the unknown. Risk the unknown. That's right. All right. Now, what was Monday's card? Enthusiasm. It was. How about Tuesday? Spacing. I don't know. Backup. I need my backup. Is it openness? Okay, openness. Wednesday. I've got them out of order then. <laughs> I have power. It's Thursday, right? Yes. Okay, I got that one. I'm missing Wednesday. Truth. That's right. Ah, oh, see. I did because today's question isn't about that. I know. Today's question is this. I was trying to write down. That's when I was caught off guard. I, I know. I'm catching everyone off. Guard. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Today's questioner. Actually, what we invite you to do is call in today to the show to talk about one of those angel cards and how that particular card resonates with you. So what, I, what you would need to do is say, okay, Monday's card was this, and let me tell you how pulling that card, you know, resonated with me and w- you know, what it did for me for the week or what it didn't do. Mm-hmm. So again, 425-373-5527, 1-888-298-5569, and here's what we'd like you to do. The first caller to call in to... Pick an angel card for any given day of the week and mm-hmm. let us know what that card meant to you. That's right. We will be sending you, as we have done with Mildred, a deck of these angel cards. So that's where we are today with that. Yeah. Now. Sorry I got them out of order. I know. <laughs> that's my fault. That's okay. No, it's, there, are no there are no mistakes. We don't have any mistakes. Here. No, I know. I know. No. Okay. We have an amazing guest today. Um, we have We have amazing guests every day. Oh, yeah. Uh, but let me just tell you a little about uh, a little bit about our guest today. And you know, this is so timely uh, to have Carol on the show. We have uh, Carol Hacker today with us. Um, she is uh, from Atlanta, Georgia. And I want to say a few things about what Carol, you know, is in terms of her bio. 
She is an educator, speaker, author, and founder, um, president, founding president of uh, of Carol A. Hacker and Associates, one of the country's foremost skill building enterprises for human resource management. Uh, and she's been doing this for over two decades. And she's just an amazing voice in the front line of corporate America and working with Fortune 100 companies as well as small businesses. She is the author of 12 books. But today we're going to be talking about this book. When life doesn't stick to the game plan because the doctor has bad news. And let me tell you what else Carol is. She is a brain tumor survivor. Uh, she And she is going to be here to talk with us about this book, about her story, and about the fundraising that she is doing for the American Brain Tumor Association. So uh, we'll take care of that after the break. But let me give out the number again, 425-373-5527. 1-888-298-5569. Call in. Tell us what uh, pick an angel card that uh, resonated with you this week and let us know what that is. And we will send you a full deck of these angel cards so that you can pull them uh, each and every day and feel totally in the zone. That's right. What do you think about that? I'm all over it. And we're all over it. We're all over it. They're and, all over it. Right. And you can answer this question now or you could do it sometime throughout the show. When you have time to... Explain it. Okay, we're going to take a short break and we will be right back to hear this f- phenomenal story uh, and with our guest, Carol Hacker. Be right back. This is Dr. Pat Basile. You're listening to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life and Benny Mathers. All right, we'll be right back. That brings me back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It brings me back to, because, you know, uh, living in New York City. Wasn't that one of those disco songs? Yeah. Okay. There we go. Remember those times? I do remember them. (laughs) I I still remember them. You can actually, you know, if you have that digital uh, radio thing, you can actually do the disco thing. That's right. Yeah. Because, you know, each and every day, you got to make sure you get away from your computer and shake the booty. You got to. It's a good stress reliever, that's oh, for sure. Just do it at thing. your desk in a little cubicle somewhere. You've no one got, can see you, anyways, you've right? Gotta, you've got to move it. <laughs> you know, we have a caller, and we want to talk to Wendy. Wendy, we would love to talk to you. Good morning. Hello. Hi, how are you? Hi, my name is Wendy. Hi, Wendy. How are Hi. You? Uh, <laughs> how are you today? Pretty good. It's a wild, okay. It I is. I just did this on the spur of the moment. I'm really nervous. But oh, I have a story. Be. It's a little bit off there. All right. Well, you, you know what? It's all good. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. It's all good. And just so you know, I'm nervous every time I get on this show. All right. All right. Um, well, I'll just fill it out. Um, the card that means the most to me is mm-hmm. strength. Wow. Mm-hmm. And that has always been um, a card that's come up for me in the Tarot mm-hmm. and in my numerology. Mm-hmm. And the part about taking action and taking risk, yes. that's the biggest um, thing when I think about strength. Mm-hmm. And uh, part of my story was about a year ago, I was homeless. Mm. And I moved to Seattle and I was trying to stop an addiction. Mm-hmm. And um, I was committed to doing that. And when I moved to Seattle, I found housing within three days. Wow. And I've been clean and sober for over a year now for over a year for over a year oh congratulations Congratulations. to you you. (laughs) oh you know your angels are cheering you on yeah yeah Mm. and right now i'm gonna make another move okay i'm back home and start all over again wow this time clean and sober (laughs) wow and uh it's just the card of strength to me or the word strength Mm -hmm. just being able to um take the risk and have faith that mm-hmm. that you'll be taken care of. Yes. And you know what, Wendy? What we will do for you is we will absolutely hold with the strength of all of the conviction that we can muster up. We will hold success and happiness for you on that journey. Thank but, you. Yep. You, are, you, you have a divine rate, right to all of the abundance in the universe. It's divinely you. it's yours. Yes, you do. And you, you, as we've been talking about this week, you have opened the door 
and you have made choices that will, you know, uh, really continue to show up in your life as absolute divine good. It's rather interesting. I mean, once I made the commitment, I was already getting help from my angels, I would say. Yes. Isn't that amazing how that works? Immediately everything fell into place. Isn't that amazing once we make the commitment to something and make that decision that, you know, we step out and what is underneath us is a solid, solid ground? And the great thing is I'm beginning to do things with my artwork, for instance, that I've always dreamed about and Mm -hmm. never would have done before. Mm. So I'm really, I'm learning a lot more about the soul. (laughs) You know, that. yeah, we each and every one of us, uh, you know, I get a really sense, though, that you uh, are very, very in touch with soulfulness. What kind of art do you do? Um, well, it's all fairly new to me, but mm-hmm. it's a bit eclectic. Um, I am painting with watercolors, but mm-hmm. I'm just trying everything right now. <laughs> well, yeah, as, an, as an artist, you, you can definitely express those feelings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for me, it's yeah. the color I especially appreciate. Mm-hmm. I love colors, but mm-hmm. I'm learning how to paint and draw and everything. So I'm having a lot of fun with it. That's what's counting a lot for me. Isn't that totally the key? Most important thing. The fun of yeah. that. <laughs> Isn't it so fun? And, you know, and to be able to look at what you're doing and just say, wow, I did that. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's part of I've, something that I've, always wanted to try and I know how some people tell me I'm not an artist I don't know how to paint and draw but all mm-hmm. you have to do is try and then exactly. you'll be very surprised exactly everyone has it in them if they want to do it mm-hmm. if they have the interest exactly well thank you so much for calling in Wendy and thank you. Mm-hmm. you know we stay please stay on the line because okay. Linda's on the phone to get your information because we are going to send you these angel cards. Oh, thank you. And you will be able to pull a card every day, or sometimes I have to pull several during the day. They just call to me. It's great coming from you guys. You're thank just you. wonderful. Thank and, you. And, you know, please uh, keep us in, stay in touch with us so we could follow your journey and support you each and every step of the way. Thanks. I'll follow you on the net. Okay. Good way. Good way. Hang tight. All right. Okay. Here's Linda. All right. Thank you. Thank you. That was great. Well, as I said, we are here today with Carol Hacker. And Carol, you're right there, aren't you? I sure am. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. You know, your story is absolutely amazing to me. Uh, Your book includes 58 chapters. The title of the book is When Life Doesn't Stick to the Game Plan Because the Doctor Has Bad News. Boy, is that telling. And I have to tell you that your appearance on the show today is so timely. I have received several emails and phone calls from people that are faced with physical challenges and health challenges this week. So I think somebody had a plan for us to do this show today. I think so, too. (laughs) You know, uh, let's take a look at this, you know, some of the chapters uh, in the book. And there are a few that really jump out at me. There are 58 chapters in the book, and each and every one of them, you know, has a gold nugget. It's filled. But uh, I really want to go to this one because we just had um, a a caller, one of our listeners, I think, talk about this. And uh, it is trust in your ability to adapt, reach a point of acceptance. You know, how has this been your journey? How important is this? And could you tell us a little bit about your story? Well, let me start, first of all, by telling you about my story. I was diagnosed with a benign but life-threatening brain tumor. Mm -hmm. And I knew I had to do something about it. And initially, I researched my options and decided that radiation was the way to go. Mm -hmm. Radiation in an attempt to shrink the tumor. Unfortunately, I was in the 2% that failed. The tumor kept growing. I developed hydrocephalus of the brain, which required a brain shunt, and then... Wow. That worked for about six weeks, and the hydrocephalus came back, and I needed to have surgery to physically remove the tumor, which was compressing my brain stem. This tumor is benign, typically, and in my case it was. Mm-hmm. It grows on the auditory nerve, the balance nerve, and the facial nerve. It's called an acoustic neuroma. It is not a rare tumor, but it's classified as relatively uncommon. It has a genetic uh, 
component to it. It runs in families. And so I ended up having the surgery, and my biggest fear was that I'd wake up with a face that was paralyzed. Mm-hmm. We're all vain in, in different ways, and nobody wants to have a face that doesn't move the way it should. Wow. And um, I knew going into the surgery that the risk was high, the tumor was large, and I woke up and my face was paralyzed completely on one side. But prior to that, just the diagnosis, diagnosis itself made me realize that I had to get moving and in a hurry. Even though the tumor is slow-growing, mm-hmm. my tumor was large. Yeah. And so I titled the first chapter of the book, Trust in Your Ability to Adapt. And regardless of what the doctor has to say to you in terms of the medical uh, diagnosis, if you can only trust that you have it within you and the people who are supporting you that will be there to help you, that you can adapt to whatever comes at you, mm-hmm. uh, regardless of the diagnosis. The second chapter is reach a point of acceptance, and that is so critical. Until you can accept what has happened to you, it will be nearly impossible to move forward and deal with the things you're going to have to deal with and move on into recovery. Well, let me let me ask you this, because there's something that you say in Chapter 1, and, uh, and, um, and, and it's really, really something we were talking about today, uh, just earlier, and it says trust in yourself. Uh, and uh, are you talking about trust in your intuition, trust in what you know? Uh, you know, how would you describe that to our listeners when we say trust in yourself? The first thing that I would say is trust in your intuition. Okay. If you think, you feel there might be something wrong, something's not quite right, we all know our bodies well enough to know when something is out of kilter. Uh, trust in your intuition and then trust in your innate ability in your spirit to be able to accept whatever it is life has to bring. One it brings to us. Uh, one of the things that comes to my mind when I think about adapting, and that is the idea that life is what it is, and whatever it is that's happening to us is what it is, regardless of what we feel about it. Mm-hmm. And we may not be able to do anything about it whatsoever. So why waste what could be positive emotions fretting over something that we cannot change? Well, you say something very interesting in this chapter, which uh, is I have found important. I was very close to someone that had a brain uh, aneurysm, so to speak. Uh, That's the bleeding of the brain. And I just watched her process. You say something extremely interesting. You talk about educating yourself. Learn as much about your illness uh, and to seek professional counseling. I mean, you talk about that, getting involved with that. Uh, How important was that for you? It was critical for me, not so much in my case with the counseling, but learning as much as I could learn about my particular situation. And I did that through the Internet. I found the National Support Group for this type of tumor Mm -hmm. and found we had a local support group here in the Atlanta area. Mm -hmm. I immediately was contacted by them. My Mm -hmm. name was given to them by the National Support Group. That was especially helpful. As far as the counseling goes, Mm -hmm. before I had the surgery, I contacted a personal friend here in town who's a psychiatrist and asked for his help friend to friend Mm -hmm. and met with him. And that experience was invaluable because he helped me to realize that all of the emotions that I was feeling as I was being diagnosed and as I was looking at what my options were, all of those feelings including depression, were very, very normal. Wow. So I encourage people to get professional help if you think it, it, it's warranted. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. You know, it's amazing you and I are actually sitting here, isn't it? It I, is. I mean, when we think about this, you know, I, I've just got, I sort of just got a chill right there. You know, because, you know, I'm really talking to someone that was, you know, in a terminally, let's call it terminally ill diagnosis and now you and I are having a conversation and your message is to help others know that they can overcome the obstacles and the book that you have put together is one way for folks to get tips on how to do that around their health and that leads me to chapter four which uh, you know I I have a group of friends and when I say I need some help to go into the doctor 
and figuring out what's going on with me. We have to get a conference room in order to get the doctor to speak with us. There's so many people. And you talk about be the captain of your health care team. What do you mean by that? I think it's very, very important that if you are physically and emotionally able to take control over what's going on regarding your health care, the, uh, the, the information that is shared with you by doctors, the questions that you want to ask them, um, being a knowledgeable and informed patient, I feel, is extremely important. And if you're not able to be the captain of your team, then appoint someone else that's close to you to be the captain, the person to intervene, to ask the questions, to challenge the, the doctors if, if they're suggesting a treatment that you're not sure about, et cetera. Yeah, you know what you say? I love this. This is your life. We are talking about you are in charge. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what? I, this is such an amazing message because I was just speaking with someone this morning who uh, had a situation, uh, you know, with with their body. And, you, you know, I think there are so many folks, I know, I, I you know, I, I used to be like this, that when a doctor says, you have got the da-da-da-da and you must do this, we're like, okay, captain. And what you're saying is, uh-uh, be the captain of your health care team. And I, I really believe that most physicians appreciate patients who are knowledgeable and who can ask intelligent questions and know what's going on with their body. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, this this leads me to something else, and I may be jumping around here. I apologize to our to our listeners, but uh, I've got my little post-its in the book. Um, and what I want to what I want to go to is something that you know is related to this, and you call it out as an entire chapter, and it says, "Listen to your intuition." Um, and, you know, a lot of us think we have to have some amazingly psychic ability, but intuition and messages from the universe come in many forms. And uh, how, how did your intuition, you know, affect your decisions around this particular situation? Well, first of all, I was losing my hearing. Oh, okay. And wow. I knew something was wrong. I went to an ENT, and the doctor said he thought it was due to a virus that had attacked my auditory nerve. Mm-hmm. And several years later, the hearing had gotten worse, went to an audiologist, and it was diagnosed. But my intuition was telling me, this isn't quite right. I shouldn't be, at my age, in a position where I'm gradually losing my hearing. And then I started to have some balance problems. But I kind of wrote it off to, I'm a very busy person. I own a business. I do a lot of traveling. I don't have time to be sick. And even though... My balance was off. Um, I just put it out of my mind when my intuition was kind of nagging at me saying, Carol, there's something not quite right here, and I think it's time to get it checked out. Mm -hmm. And then that's when you took action. That's when I took action and decided that I had to find out what the problem was. Mm -hmm. Uh, I realized as I looked back, because this tumor is a slow-growing tumor, Mm -hmm. that I actually had some symptoms in 1980, mm-hmm. uh, unexplained vertigo, which I attribute to the tumor starting, maybe starting to grow, shifting oh, wow. positions. I was not diagnosed until December of 96. 96? Yes. Okay, let me make sure I understand this a minute. So you sort of felt something going on in 1980? Unexplained vertigo. Yeah, and then in 1996... That's when it got to a point where, you know... Hearing loss. Wow. And that's a typical indicator of this type of tumor because of where it grows on the, on the auditory nerve. It starts wow. in the auditory canal, mm-hmm. and as it, get, it gets larger, it heads right towards the brain stem. And in my case, it actually compressed my brain stem, and I was starting to have some neurological problems. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, uh, I want to hold that thought a minute. We're going to take a short break, and I want to give out the number for folks to call you uh, uh, and call us right here in the show uh, and ask questions or comment or uh, really tell us what's going on with them and see what kind of advice we can get here. Um, if you live in the, in the area, 425-373-5527. That's 425 
1-888-298-5527 or toll-free is 1-888-298-5569. Please call in. Let us know what's going on. A question, comment for uh, Carol or for me. Dr. Pat Crossbuster Basili, we're here 11 to noon, Monday through Friday, and I'm here with my amazing producer, Benny Mathers. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Fighting the beast of burden. Oh, my goodness. Carol's done a lot. I'm telling you. You know, we're here. This is me, Dr. Pat Basili, and you're listening to Crust Busting Your Way to an Awesome Life. We're here Monday through Friday, 11 to noon on KKNW, the number one alternative talk network station. Period. Numero uno, <laughs> right here, right now. And, you know, we are with Carol Hacker, an amazing story. Uh, she survived a brain tumor and is here talking with us today in support of other people that have are, that are really in the midst of struggling with some kind of illness. And we have uh, uh, an amazing book that I'm looking at here, When Life Doesn't Stick to the Game Plan Because the Doctor Has Bad News. And, you know, Carol, you know, you're uh, you're being with us today really uh, talks to the message that we can really overcome uh, quite a bit in terms of illness. And I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, a couple of these. There's 58 chapters in the book. We're not going to get to them all today, so I might be jumping around. Um, what you st- Chapter 31 is a very interesting chapter to me. It says, don't be talked into something. You know how sometimes your friends, your family kind of want to get in there and say, wow, you should, you know, go do this, go do that. And the doctors have another opinion. How were you affected by this? Well, I, I had friends and family that had opinions about what I should be doing. Uh, there were also medical professionals because I did not have just one opinion on something this serious. I had a number of doctors evaluate my case. I met with several neurosurgeons here in the Atlanta area and everyone seemed to have their own idea about how I should be treated, radiation versus surgery, and then when it got to be surgery, where do I go for the surgery? And the importance of this chapter is, and if someone would say to me, I don't know what to do, what I will tell you is find out everything you can about your situation Mm -hmm. and then listen to your heart Mm -hmm. and make an informed decision. It's there again, it's your life we're talking about here. It's not your spouse's life. It's not your child's life. It's your life, and you ultimately will be responsible, in most cases, for making the decision about your treatment. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's about choice, isn't it? It is about choice. Yeah, there we and, go. And, right. It's, it's definitely about choice. We have a choice every morning when we wake up as to how we're going to approach every day. Yeah, and one of the things you say in Chapter 35 is this. Express your gratitude. Wow, that is, you know, I don't know about you, but for me, sometimes when I've been at the, you know, very bottom, bottom, bottom place in my life, I could tell you that gratitude was probably not the first place that I went, yet I now know in my uh, in my years, what am I saying? I now know how critical that is to creating a shift in the energy. How did you do that? I appreciated and and showed appreciation to everyone that helped me, Mm -hmm. whether it was a friend bringing meals and my friends surrounded me with help in every way that they could. I had several friends that took me to the doctor when I could no longer drive a car, Mm -hmm. uh, brought meals to the home, 
and also the healthcare professionals. Mm-hmm. They're in the business that they're in because they want to help people, and yet so often when we're sick, we tend to forget that they appreciate a verbal pat on the back too. So I was always very conscious of saying and expressing my gratitude to the team of healthcare professionals that saved my life. Yeah, And I think that's so important. And that really started with my mother, who was a nurse. And she mm-hmm. said in the 40 years that she spent in nursing, she could probably count on one hand the people that had expressed their gratitude to her. And in many cases, she had saved people's lives. Oh, my gosh. You know, we are surrounded by angels all the time. You are an angel. And I want to tell our listeners why I say that. This book... Is has been written for a specific purpose, right, Carol? Yes, it has. Why don't you tell us all, you know, what your goal is for this book? Well, the book, first of all, is brand new. It's only been out six weeks, and it is a fundraiser for the American Brain Tumor Association. I decided that I wanted to write a book that uh, was a way of my giving back. That mm-hmm. association was very helpful to me during my time of illness, and I think there's a great need for research on, on brain tumors, and so this book yeah. is a fundraiser. Wow. And what do you mean by fundraiser? The proceeds from the book will be donated to the American Brain Tumor Association. Wow. That is amazing. What a magnificent way to give that back. And, you know, let me say a little bit more about this, because I opened the book, um, uh, I think it was yesterday, and I opened to page 68 of the book. I, You know... I seem to be getting exactly what I need to get in the moment I need to get it these days, you know. And I used to say, what's up with that? But, you know, I think I get it. And so I turned to this chapter, and it's called Develop a Menu of, My- of Mood-Boosting Techniques. And, you know, you talk about times when we are really feeling mentally down, right? Especially if you're in a treatment plan or, oh. or, or yeah. Yes. And, you know, I have a friend that also, you know, went through breast cancer. And there are some days where you just feel like, I cannot do this anymore. And you have some unbelievable suggestion, suggestions to boost our attitudes, our minds, and their techniques. And I love them. And I realized in looking at them that, you know, I want to do these anyway. Uh, and can I, I would like to talk about a couple and just, just read a couple of them. Okay. One is something that. I know that I haven't done in a really long time, and that is eat breakfast in bed. I mean, when do we take the time to do that? And it's even nicer if someone else is serving it to you. <laughs> I was just going right there. Uh-huh. I was just, you know, I'm right there with you. <laughs> and listen to your favorite music. And, you know, sometimes, you know, we get into this place as well, you know, my music, other people don't like my music. You know, we get to, you know, you get to say... I would like to listen to my favorite music, and it's and okay. And use a head. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, use a headphone if you're disturbing other people. That's right. Or they could, they could go for a walk. Okay. Next. Uh oh. What was that about? It's really about really being able to ask for what you want in this life. And you know, some of these others are really important. Ask a friend or loved one to read to you. How sweet is that? That is so. Sweet. It can be very comforting. Oh, my god! And gosh. Very, um, very energizing. All of these ideas are things that came to me as I was writing the book. Mm-hmm. Some of them you will see. You do not have to be able to walk mm-hmm. in order to enjoy these things. Mm-hmm. And um, people may come to you. Asking for help. How are you? Uh, let me let me ask you this. How did it go for you in terms of you asking other people to help you? It went extremely well. I have a wonderful group of friends. I've lived in this area 11 and a half years, and I've met some wonderful people. And they were, I didn't even have to ask. Although in a couple of instances, for example, I needed a bathrobe and some slippers to wear at the hospital. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not a bathrobe robe person, but I figured I better have one at the hospital. And I called a friend and I said, Shirley, would you mind um, going out and picking out a bathrobe and some slippers for me that I can take to the hospital with me? Mm-hmm. She was over within an, an hour mm. and out to the mall and back. 
and had picked out something absolutely lovely. Of course, I paid her for it, Mm -hmm. but she was willing to do that for me, just as I would would have been willing to do the same for her. Yes. You know, I want to stop for a minute and do something here. Uh, I want to give out her number again, because uh, let's do this. Uh, This book is uh, regularly priced at $19.95, and because this book is contributing to... Uh, a foundation. Uh, let's let's offer this book at a specially price at a special price for our listeners calling into this program right now at four two five three seven three fifty five twenty seven, or one eight 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 two nine eight fifty five sixty nine, or emailing me at live at crustbusting dot com to share your story to offer a question, and this book will be available to you at fourteen ninety five. This is an amazing uh, book, and we would be contributing to uh, an unbelievable cause. Uh, let me ask you this question. Chapter 44, one of my favorites, but sometimes it is so difficult to do. It's called uh, Avoiding Negative People. Have you had to deal with that? Did yes, you have to deal with that? I have. Um, only once, a couple that I know that, are acquaintances of mine, but have tried to become friendly. And I think we've all met people like that. And they're both very, very negative people. Mm -hmm. And I knew them during the time that I was diagnosed and was getting ready for treatment. And I knew that if I associated with them, that it would pull me down at a time when I needed to emotionally be up more than any other time in my life. I was fighting for my life. Mm -hmm. And so I stopped associating with them, and wow. they gradually faded out of my life. Mm-hmm. And it, it was the best thing that I could have done for myself. Initially, I was a little reluctant, yep. but, but I realized I had to do it. Wow. You know, uh, Carol, we have a caller, and uh, we, have, uh, we have Nancy. Hi, Nancy. Good morning to you. Yeah, hi. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Um, what do you think about all this? Well... Actually, it, it, it hit a chord with me. My stepmother has, uh, she actually has a hearing aid and she's been having dizzy spells. So, um, just kind of when, when Carol said about the loss of hearing mm-hmm. and, um, the dizzy spells, it just made me think of my stepmother and, mm-hmm. um, I've encouraged her to keep pursuing mm-hmm. with the doctors to find out what's wrong with her and she's gone to an ear, nose, and throat specialist um, but really has had no um, relief from it. So Mm -hmm. I I guess my question would be is is how could I encourage her or would there be another step that she could take in pursuing finding out what's wrong with her? Definitely. And I would encourage you to work on this until you do find out what's wrong. I would suggest a neurotologist. And um, they can... If they feel that there's something going on in terms of a tumor, they would do an MRI, and the MRI would, would contrast, and it would conclusively show one way or the other whether or not this type of tumor was growing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And a it- lot of people live their entire lives and do not know that they have this tumor. It's attributed to the loss of hearing becomes attributed to old age. Right. Well- and... Um, People have dizzy spells and, and hearing loss, and they think, oh, it's just because I'm, I'm getting older. And in reality, it's, it's more than that. But an MRI would tell. If you can get a doctor to do an MRI, you could either say, yes, this is the problem, or rule it out. Okay. It could probably, I'm not a doctor, and I'm not a, a healthcare professional, mm-hmm. but it could be any number of things. Right. So you called the doctor a... a Neurotologist. Neurotologist. N-E-U-R-O-T-O-L-O-G-I-S-T. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they'd be listed in the yellow pages, I'm sure. Okay, great, because I know she's real frustrated with mm, what's happening that. with her, and just sometimes I think she's ready just to throw in the towel and, you know, give up. And, oh, and don't I just, let her do that. Mm. No, I don't oh, mm. want her to do that at all, so... Okay, well, well I good appreciate luck to you. Yes, thank and, you. Yes, and uh, Nancy, stay on the line. Linda will uh, collect your information. We will pass it on, uh, you know, to uh, Carol. And Carol, would you let our listeners know? Uh, thank you, Nancy. Thank you so much. Oh, for you're coming welcome. On. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Carol, would you please take a moment and give out the information and how people can contact you and how people can purchase this book at this amazing price? 
Yes, they can call me directly. My number in Atlanta, Georgia is 770-410-0517. And I should also mention that the 1495 price includes shipping within the United States. Wow. So it's a great deal, and it also includes tax. That's great. Oh, you're so gracious. Thank you so much, Carol. Uh, again, I think we have uh, time for one more caller, uh, 425-373-5527, toll-free 1-888-298-5569. Uh, please call in, uh, speak with us. Do you have questions for us? Uh, if not, we're just here to hear your story. And I, not just here, we are here to hear your story with open hearts and, uh, and uh, receive uh, a copy of this book from Carol at, uh, what is it, $14.95? That includes shipping and everything. Wow. Um, Carol, I want to talk about something, uh, and let me go right to it, because, well, actually two chapters. One is called Illness Can Reinvent Your Life, and, 50, and chapter 58 is Let Go of the Game Plan. You really are a demonstration of both of those, aren't you? Yes, I think I am. (laughs) And, you know, how were you able to do this? How were you able to turn this around? Well, it wasn't easy. I, like many people, suffered severe depression during the time that I was trying to figure out what to do, and even after the surgery itself. But then I began to realize that illness can reinvent your life, and this happened to me for a reason. And I believe that everything in life happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. And it gave me an opportunity to help other people who have illnesses of all kinds figure out what they need to be doing. Oftentimes when a doctor has bad news, we're paralyzed, and we don't know what to do. We don't know where to turn. And some people never get on a path of recovery emotionally. And I've always had a strong spirit, and mm. I feel that I'm in a position where I can help other people. And um, there was a reason why this happened. And also in the reinvent your life um, idea, I have met so many incredibly wonderful people that I call my tumor buddies that have all had this type of tumor and they live all over the world, from Malaysia to France, throughout Europe, uh, South America. And I've met them through the Internet. I've met them on the telephone. I've met them in support groups. In June, I was in Anaheim, California, for the Acoustic Neuroma Association Conference and um, met many wonderful people. And so in that respect, I've looked for the positive mm-hmm. that could come out of this. Yeah. It's amazing what the universe has show up at our doorsteps. And we talked about this earlier uh, on the show with one of our other guests, how when you open one door, you're at choice. You open that door, and depending upon your experience in going through that door, you will get to see an entire array of new doors. And so if we go through that door looking at the world as opportunity, as opposed to being victims, we open up an entire new world of manifestation, don't we? We sure do. Mm. And, and something else I'll say real quickly. Yeah, sure. I may give the impression that I came out of the surgery unscathed. <laughs> um, I did not. I woke up. My face was completely paralyzed. Some of that has recovered, but it's not completely recovered. It will never completely recover. I had surgery to my left eye where a wire spring was implanted so that I could oh, close my the eye. Oh, my goodness. Um, My balance nerve was cut on one side, which means that I have to be particularly careful if I'm driving when it's dark or I'm in a a dark place walking down a set of stairs in a restaurant that's dark, etc. There are times when I feel like maybe I'm a little bit more fatigued than I should be given the rest of my my condition, uh, physical condition. So I didn't come out of it unscathed. Anytime somebody is doing something to your brain, mm-hmm. uh, there's some potential problem there. And, of course, with the facial nerve involved and the auditory nerve, I'm totally deaf on one side. Wow. I have no hearing. Unbel- Carol, we have someone that wants to say something to you. We yeah. have a caller, CJ. Welcome, CJ. Hi. Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Hi, CJ. I guess it's still morning. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, uh, I called to get find out how to get a copy of the book. And I called to thank Carol because um, 
like one of you said, things are happening very synchronistically to me in my life right now, too. Mm. And one of the things that I've been being told is that I cannot know how my life and what I'm going through is helping others. Mm. And I just wanted Carol to know that she is helping so many others I know besides me in ways that she could not have dreamed of. Thank you. Thank you. Because my journey has nothing to do with tumors or any physical ailment. It has to do with the journey of the soul. Mm. But the helps and the things, the gratitude and appreciation and some of the things that I heard you say about in your book is one reason I want to buy it. Mm. And I encourage other people not to toss it off because it's about something physical. Mm -hmm. Because more and more our physical, emotional, mental, spiritual bodies are all intertwined. Wow, that's a very good point, CJ. Thank you so much. And, you know, the spiritual journey journey is an amazing one, isn't it? You could say that. (laughs) (laughs) And at times I have other words for it. (laughs) Yes, you and me both. You know know what? Maybe you and I should talk because I'd love to do a show on how we battle with that spiritual journey. Yeah, Now, the secret is not to battle. That's it, isn't it? Yes. Uh, it is. Yes, ma'am. Those are old forms. <laughs> yes, they are, aren't Those they? Those are old forms that are implanted deep, deep in our psyche, and now it's time for a new myth and a new day. We're in the paradigm of miracles, of paradox, and of co- the co-creative. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, and now how do I get a Atlanta, book? CJ, after the show, I can tell you how you can order the book. Okay. You've got the number? Uh, Carol, uh, give it out again. It's yes. 770-770-410-410-0517. Do you okay. have an email address, Carol? Yes. And I know you have a fabulous website. It's carol at carolahacker.com. Great. Well, I'll call you on the phone, Carol, because I don't do email right now. Okay, that's fine, CJ. Okay. I look forward to talking to you. Okay. Thank you, CJ. Uh-huh. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, Carol, this is great. Thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, Amazing show. You have an amazing story. Totally inspirational and uplifting for each and every one of us listening here today. Uh, You are an absolutely magnificent example of how to come what we believe to be perceived obstacles and live your life full out. And we call that serious crust busting here. And you are definitely a serious crustbuster and have a message for many, many people, even those that have not called into the show. I know they're listening. They have your number. And I want to thank you again for being with us and for this generous offering. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you so much. I've and, enjoyed it. Oh, amazing. And uh, what, can we please give out your information one more time? Yes. The phone number is 770 410 0517 in Atlanta, Georgia, and it's a beautiful, cold, sunny day here today. Partly cloudy. <laughs> we having, we're having the same exact day. Are you? Absolutely. We're, we can see everything. I know. I you described had... it like we were there in Georgia. I know. Great. I even had my sunglasses on today. <laughs> yeah. And I'd like to say just a quick hello to my family in sure. the Seattle area that is listening in today. Okay. Uh, Ron and Barbara, and especially Brigitte, my second cousin, who had the same tumor and had surgery two weeks after me. Oh, my goodness. Which was quite a surprise to our entire family, but she's a strong spirit as well, and she's done extremely well. And, Brigitte, I love you, and and uh, continued uh, healing to, to you. Wow. And you know what, Carol? We love you. Thank you. We love you. Thank you so much. And uh, please keep us uh, on your radar and let us know uh, what's happening from time to time. We'd love to have you back. I'd love to come back. Thanks. Have a great day. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow. Amazing. You know, something happened uh, earlier in the show, and, you know, we're talking about synchronicity, Mm -hmm. and we're talking about spirit, spirit, and we're talking about miracles. Well, we had a caller uh, call in and talk to us about uh, her angels. We had Wendy. Mm -hmm. At that very same time, there was an email that was being written to me, but I did not pull up because, you know, I don't, you know, I'm listening to my listeners and 
and I haven't really mastered the multitasking. I haven't I haven't mastered the clicking and listening thing. <laughs> but I did receive an email at that very exact time. And so what that means is, and it, let me just say who the email it, it, the email is from Kathy. She lives in Arkansas. And she listens to the show each and every day following Contact Talk Radio. Loves both shows. Good. Uh, and I want to share this. The angel card that was that, uh, here's what she says. The angel card that uh, was drawn this week was on Tuesday, the openness card. And uh, talks about, I was to teach a young child about how he is finding his power and how to come into it. And I had sent another friend, which is in her 40s, quotes from groups that I knew she needed a message for. And she, being an English guru, mentioned plagiarism in another situation she had that day. The openness came when I felt the real message for me from spirit was that messages I give to people must come from myself and not to give them sheets and sheets of paper pages for them to read. I want you to let your listeners know, listeners to know that some messages that spirits send us are in the form of what others say to us. Absolutely, Kathy, and we will be wow. sending you a deck of cards. Uh, I will email uh, you back uh, asking you for your address, and Linda will send you a deck of cards. You're so right. I want to really talk about that. We have a second or so here. It is so true that spirit sends us information in the form of what others say, sometimes in the form of what others do. Just like we listen to, to Carol today, we get messages from people and we hear the things that are important to us if we are open to hearing them. So I want to thank you very much, Kathy, for sharing this. And uh, thank you so much for your kind words. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am so thrilled that we are able to bring this show to so many people. And uh, as you know, our goal here is to reach a million people this year. That, you know, Sue Storm, the angel lady, told me to have a, you know, she told me to talk to my angels. Mm -hmm. And let's talk about that. We have a lineup next week starting out on Monday with Sue Storm, the angel lady, Mm -hmm. will be right here. For those of you that have emailed me letting me know that you are on speed dial... For a long, <laughs> for a long time, we're gonna ask you to please try uh, again. We're here. We went through like at least fifteen calls. I know. I mean, we were flying through our. I lines. know. It was great. It was amazing. And on Wednesday, we have with us Mary Foley, and she is Ms. Bodacious. She will be here to talk about bodacious careers, uh, outrageous success for working women, and a whole range of other things. And then Friday. We have a, a woman with us here at the studio. We know her as the woman that sells bagels, but boy, she has had such a story. Her name is Tall Tree. Yes. She will be with us on Friday to talk with us about her journey. And I want to say for those of you that have emailed me, no, I wasn't kidding around about uh, Congressman Jim McDermott. Uh, we have gotten confirmation that Congressman McDermott will be here in the studio with us on Monday, February 9th. Uh, he will be talking about something uh, brand new. It's an exclusive interview. It is. You're going to hear it first. Right here. Right here. That's you're not going to hear it on CNN or you're not going to hear it on Crossfire. You're no going to hear it here. Right here. Uh, and we want to congratulate him on his uh, University of Washington Medical Center Center. 2004 Distinguished Service Award for Community Service. He received that on January 15th. So more to come. We want to know that we absolutely love you listeners. You are awesome. Breathe and live each day the crust-busting way. Until next week, Dr. Pat. And Benny Mathers. All right. Have a great weekend.